Ladies and gentlemen, uh, real estate agents of all ages and stages of their career, welcome back to the MailRite Show. We're super excited to have you, and we have a returning guest today, uh, Tonya Eberhardt. And I'm sorry, Tonya, I did not, as uh, I dropped the ball in getting the, uh, the name of your partner that you're bringing on to this particular show. Let him answer that. Michael Carr. <laughs> Michael Carr. So we have Michael Carr and Tonya Eberhardt, and uh, we think so incredibly highly of these two. I've actually uh, used uh, FaceBrand, the company that uh, Tony and Michael established, um, to recently uh, give some guidance on branding. So we're really happy to have you back on the show. Why don't you both just introduce yourself in your own words real quickly for anybody that might be new to the MailRite podcast? Can do. I'll start that. Ladies if first. You want. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm the founder of BrandFace and um, uh, I started, my journey started out years ago, actually selling vacuum cleaners door to door. I did it to pay my way through college, and that's where I learned how important personal branding was because you needed a really good, concise story to tell somebody when you went up to their house because no one wanted to let you in. (laughs) So I learned that, and then... I would would let you in, Toya. Thank you, Jonathan. Stop in a a creeper live. (laughs) All right, go ahead. As long as you bought something, I don't <laughs> you're, you're not the only charming, attractive lady that said that to me. So <laughs> okay. Well, well, doing the vacuum cleaner sales, I got um, was discovered by somebody in radio and asked to be uh, to ask to come on board their radio station in the sales capacity. And it was then that I really learned about personal branding. I saw all these business owners that were almost like rock stars in their community. And the one thing they all had in common was they were the voice and the face of their own business. They did their radio commercials in their own voice. They were in their newspaper ads, their TV ads. We didn't have internet back then. I'm telling my age here. We didn't have it. It wasn't even invented by then, at least not, not on a, not to the consumer for sure. But I learned so much about that. And that thread has been a common thread of personal branding through everything I've done up until um, 2013 when we decided to go all in and came up with the uh, idea for Brandface to help um, professionals differentiate themselves. And, and most of our business right now is in the real estate industry. And then I'll let Michael pick up from there and tell how we met and became partners. Awesome. Yeah, I my background was uh, actually as an auctioneer, and uh, that was my first love. Still is a great love of mine. And but the guy that trained me to be an auctioneer said, "Go get your real estate license, make you a little bit of extra money." And I did that for many years. Opened up my own firm in two thousand. Still just bought my own stuff, helped my family and friends buy their stuff, made a little bit of commission income, not much. Uh, but then in two thousand six, when our mortgage debacle was handed to us. Uh, I was approached by a company out of Irvine, California, uh, finding out I was an auctioneer, real estate auctioneer to broker a deal in Atlanta. And we had a successful sale, about 300 properties back in 2006. And we went after the Bear Stearns portfolio, residential portfolio when they went under and got it. Uh, Most of it, we did better better than 75% of it. I ended up licensed in 33 states and have been active in over 78,000 transactions. Um, but auctioneers worked themselves out of a job, and that's what I was doing. Um, market began to correct itself a little bit around 2013. I came back home, North Atlanta, 
needed something to do, bought a piece of property, met a lady that was a great agent. She liked working with me. She said, hey, you need to open up a brokerage in our small town here in North uh, Atlanta. And I did so. Um, and then she said my marketing stunk. And it did. And uh, she said, you need to meet uh, my niece. And I did. And I hired her company for um, which I did not know was applying the brand face principles that she had been working on for 20 years. And our company has continued to grow since then. We had one transaction in 2013, residential arm's length transaction. Um, and we have doubled or qu even quadrupled our business every year since using the brand face principles. She asked me to be a partner in the company. I was very flattered. And I said, okay. And now we have uh, clients of 41 states, many cities in those 41 states, four other countries. Uh, we just love helping real estate agents do the very things that I did and now my 23 real estate agents in Atlanta do. Uh, so uh, we're very happy to be on y'all's show and share as much as we can for y'all's audience and help them hopefully with their careers. That's, uh, that's an amazing introduction. I, and Michael, I got to tell you, I love you, man. You're, you're a storyteller extraordinaire. I haven't, like, the, the memory was a little bit, like, dusty because we do, we've done 160 of these, me and John together. But I remember, I remember now. All right. So, John, uh, you're not going to match up to what Michael just did, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I wouldn't match up to it, by the way. I'm not knocking you. So, what, what, go ahead and introduce yourself to our new yeah, users really simple. Um, I'm the founder of Mail Riot. Um, if you're looking to have your own website and a tool set of digital marketing tools, come to the Mail Riot website and see what we've got to offer and book a free demo or chat with me. I'll see you soon. Thanks. All right. So, um, Let's dive right into it. So, Michael, uh, since you kind of gave us a longer introduction, and, and at the tail end of the introduction, you said, hey, the 23 agents that, that work for this brokerage that I established are using the principles that brand face epitomizes. That's how I understood your comments. So first, let me just check in. Is that actually true? Is that Did I understand that correctly? You did understand it correctly. I do want to quantify it. We have, out of the 23 agents that I have, all of them get the benefit of what the company does, the brokerage does, in Brandface. And they have access to all the Brandface principles. I have nine agents that are actually branded through the program. The interesting thing about it, and I don't know where you're going with your question, but I want to quantify it. The interesting thing is that the nine that are branded through our program, they you pick one of them, and they outdo all of the rest of them combined, if that makes sense. So everybody gets the benefit of the knowledge that Tanya taught me, and then I get to teach them. Uh, the ones that have really applied themselves do even better. All right. So, like, just in a Cliff's Note version, I'm going to hand this one over to Tanya. Um, Tanya, if you had to say there were let's just call it three surface principles without, or, or any number that you choose to share, like without diving in deeper that you would tell, like, let's say somebody is considering hiring Brandface and they say, what would Brandface do for me and how would you do it? Like, what, what are the things I'm going to need to do to become a Brandface superstar? What's your answer? Okay, well, you hit the magic number on the head, Robert, and that is define your personal brand, develop all the pieces that express your personal brand and display that personal brand everywhere. That's very top level, basic. Those are the three steps we take, define, develop, and display. 
Okay. So define, develop, and display. So going back over to Michael, Michael, you've defined, developed, and displayed for these nine agents. You said nine of these agents are your brand face clients. So I'm assuming that at the top level, they've managed to achieve each one of these things. Define their brand and display it everywhere, essentially. Is that true or, or is that yeah. in, inaccurate? Okay. Can you take a single example of any one of these nine agents that come to your head and explain to me what... How did they define, like, what was their defined brand? How does a, an office full of people all in the same office, a small town, which is what you said earlier on, mm-hmm. how do nine people define themselves differently? But just use one example. Okay. I'm going to use uh, my uh, executive assistant, Sydney Peck, as a perfect example of this. Okay. Okay. This young lady uh, came to me from the high school, was about two miles down the road. And uh, she said, I want to intern. I thought she just wanted to skip school. You know, I'm like, okay, that's cool. She goes, <laughs> you know, she's like, that's me. That's me. You know, can you make me some coffee every now and then? And uh-huh. no, she, uh, uh, she's an amazing young lady. Uh, but she said uh, she was 17 years old. She wrote me an email. I come to find out I wasn't the only broker she wrote an email to. I was just the only one that responded. And I said, sure, uh, if I got anything to teach you, I'll be glad to do that. Uh, come on in. And uh, we did that. She began to learn what real estate was like. I started off with the small stuff. Obviously, she was nowhere near even out of high school yet. So, you know, she interned for about six months for me. She did really good. I hired her. I said, I'll give you some money, give you a stipend, just continue doing, building social media and helping out and stuff like that. She went and got her real estate license right after she turned 18, which was the the law's requirement and is in most states, right? And uh, she passed her test, got her license. And um, and then she started selling a little bit of real estate, right? Uh, she was still working for me inside the office, helping us with office admin type of stuff. Um, got a couple of transactions with some family members, a little bit of of uh, of, um, of experience behind it. Uh, and then she eloped with uh, her <laughs> boyfriend who had joined the Marines. All right, like this- you do when you're young. That right? I've done I've done similar stuff. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> And so she goes, hey, I got good news. I'm married. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds wonderful. And she said, I'm moving to Jacksonville, North Carolina. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. What does that mean for us? She goes, I don't want to lose my job. I said, I don't want to lose my assistant. So we figured out how to do it virtually, right? Well, when she gets to North Carolina, she's growing. She's growing again. She's an extraordinary young lady. She comes to us and she said, I want to be branded. And I want to go through the program. And we're like, okay. So you might pause the story right there and think, okay, how are we going to establish a differentiation, a defining for a young lady that's 18 and a half years old, married to a Marine that hopefully isn't going to be deployed to Okinawa that is in Jacksonville, North Carolina, when the corporate office, the home office is in North Atlanta. All right. So uh, you're reading my mind. Exactly. Yeah, with so, this much experience. So with this much experience, oh, right? yeah. like you know, her parents' house type of thing. And okay. so, um, so we go to Genius here, and she goes through the the, the questionnaire, and uh, we have a questionnaire that we send everybody through. We learn. Right, Michael, more- Michael, Michael, I'm going to pause you there for a second because because just just to break it up and and keep it fair. Tony, okay. do you re- do you remember this client? Do you remember this young lady? Oh. Oh my goodness! Do I remember her? She's <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah, okay, so why don't you? You he's saying that she went to you and she filled out a questionnaire. So why don't you pick up the story where he's leaving off? She picks up the questionnaire, she starts talking to you, and dot, and dot, she, dot. 
She has a lot of the same questions. What sets me apart? You know, I don't know. I'm so young. People might not take me seriously because I'm so young. So we started looking at some of the things she wanted to achieve. What does she want her life to look like? Who was she as a person? What things in her life were important to her and who does she feel compelled to help? And so we figured out, okay, she is loves the military. She is a military spouse. She loves working with first-time home buyers, you know, young people her age, a little bit older, millennials, you know. So she really wanted to work with them. And so um, she is also extremely patriotic. And so by in doing that, we gave her the brand identifier, which is like a tagline or a slogan to kind of sets the tone and direction for your brand. She is now known as the American Dream Agent. And as the American dream agent, she has the ability to tell her story. And inside of her story, it doesn't really need to say, I've sold 500 homes, right? She has her broker to pull from with that. Over 78,000 homes, she's got the right broker to start with, right? So she doesn't, she can rely on his expertise and experience and go with, her heart, right? Like what, who does she want to help? What does she want to do in life? What things are important to her? And that's kind of what we base that brand on. And I'll let Michael pick up here and tell how her, how she has achieved some success as a result of that. That was, that was the defined stage, right? So once we got to that and what drove her, then we, we created this definition. And then now she starts to develop that, the storyline that goes with it. And like she just said, the elements that might be missing, like experience or things like that, she could rely on the brokerage. That's what what we were there for. And uh, and then during the definition or during the development phase, we built out a website, did all the things that come with that, all the peripherals that will go about it. And she begins to live this. Well, of course, she's a shoe in, right? She's on uh, right outside of base, uh, Camp Lejeune. Uh, next thing you know, she's meeting other spouses that are wanting to buy property there that are uh, and other other people that are being deployed to that base. Uh, she ends up partnering with another uh, agent that is down there because we looked at opening up a brokerage. I've got a North Carolina license. I've had a North Carolina broker's license for nearly 20 years. And uh, we could have opened up a, a firm there, but we decided to partner with another person down there. Before she ever comes back in four years, she's got eight transactions underneath her belt in North Carolina, all from uh, being the American dream agent and us developing that and then displaying that everywhere that she went, down to her cards, all of her peripheral stock, um, uh, you know, uh, down to her tag on her Jeep, American Dream Agent. Uh, it we just put it everywhere, and she lives it explicitly. Like if she dreams of places to put it, even down to putting it on the back of her uh, MacBook. So when she opens up her MacBook, you know, and she's sitting at the coffee shop, it says American Dream Agent right across it with her logo, the company logo underneath it. Uh, she's carrying our brokerage logo everywhere she goes, but she's also promoting herself. And exactly. because I'm a broker that believes that the agent themselves are the front line. They have to be out there meeting the people. I don't get to meet all our clients. I wish I could, but my dreams are to have so many clients I can't, right? So I set the ideal. They carry that their own brand and have their own fame and success in it. And we've done that with eight other people. They're all different inside of my brokerage. Well, guys, you've knocked it out of the park with the first half of the show. I don't know about anybody else, but I've learned quite a few things. I'm realizing in the course of this talk that I need to update my tagline on my own website. And I I do, I'd like to think that I know a thing or two about brand, but you guys, 
I'm I'm excited about the story. It was a great story. Uh, We're going to go to break. When we come back, John, I'm not going to let you sit silent throughout the whole podcast. You're going to have to be teed up with the next question for Tonya and Michael, okay? All right, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to episode number 306 of the MailRite podcast. We're here with the absolutely amazing Michael Carr and Tonya Eberhardt. I hope I got those both correct. Um, We're talking about brand and they've shared some amazing stories in the first half of the show. So if you didn't catch it, please go back, rewind it. I I promise you, if you're an agent anywhere in the first 10 years of your career, you can probably list list, do to hear what they just said. And with that, my amazing co-host is going to pick it up and uh, give these uh, two brand experts a question or two. Yeah. Before we went live, Ty, you were talking about a new tool that you've developed to help agents because I would imagine when you say we're going to find your personal brand, you kind of, you get that rabbit eye look of fear in their eyes. (laughs) So you've developed this tool to help the process. Maybe you can tell tell the listeners and viewers about that. Absolutely. So a lot of people have this misconception of branding that if you have um, some good photos or a logo or a tagline that you're branded. But that's not necessarily true because a brand is so much more than those three things. There's a fullness of a brand. It contains your story, right? And um, and so we created this tool called Brand Face Score to help score how someone's personal brand is representing them. So is it representing you well or could it use an improvement? So if you go to brandfacescore.com, you can choose... Um, whether you're a business owner or entrepreneur or in the real estate industry, go in, fill out a short little form and let us, and it will score your personal brand and let you know where it could use improvement. That's pretty cool. I love that. I love that concept and I've never heard of it before. John, do you have a follow-up? No, it just sounds excellent because um, when I've um, consulted um, real estate agents that approached me for a demo, but basically for a chat really about their digital online marketing. I'm a strong believer in what you believe, that you, um, you're you there to build a, a local, strong local brand. You know, the digital marketing, um, if you don't have a strong message, the digital marketing only makes the situation worse because you're mm-hmm. you're demoing a weakness, a, a lack of um, where we succeed is when when the agent really has sorted that out. Um, so, what do you think are some of the fundamental, like one or two? things that agents totally misunderstand. I think you just touched them. They Do you think they just do think it's just a logo and a tagline and that's it? Yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of people have that misconception because you think about a brand as very ethereal and then you 
uh, and, and they think of it as more business branding than personal branding too. It's like um, our saying is a great brand um, uh, doesn't just um, help me figure this out. The, uh, the it's, profession. It's, yeah. It's, I'm, try, I'm it's trying to remember. It's not enough to be known for your for profession. Your profession. Right. You must be known for being, being different, different in your profession. I could profession. not click with that today. Especially. To, yeah. especially. To, to link this, I, I know there might be a Pacific area where this this wouldn't apply if you're in a very isolated rural area, but you know. But do you? I find with a lot a lot of agents, I say to them, you've got to find your niche. Mm-hmm. You've got to link your brand with a niche, mm-hmm. which will kind of place you outside of all the other agents that are bombarding people. So you got to, and I get a lot of resistance because they say, well, we don't want to reject anybody. We want, we want to appeal to everybody. And I say, by appealing to everybody, you're going to appeal to nobody. Do you, do you have that conversation with a lot of you when a lot of agents initially approach you? Every day, <laughs> every day as new people come in and want to come into the program and learn about it, their fear is that they're going to um, box themselves in. And we tell them, you know, let, I'll just give you an example here. Let's say, first of all, um, your niche can can be in several different areas. It doesn't just mean your geographic area. You could you could have a niche in um, in a property type. Uh, like waterfront property, like condos. You could have a niche in the type of customers that you want to serve. The attributes, some of your attributes, your niche could be in your type of experience. For instance, we have agents who focus a lot on um, on divorce divorce people or um, what's the other, uh, you know, which one I'm trying to say? Well, like uh, downsizers, uh, downsizers, empty nesters. Yeah, yeah. So, so those specific, so there's lots of ways that you can niche down into a specific, you know, customer type or property type or whatever, be known for something specific. But they want, uh, when when people are looking at, I don't want to box myself in, the thing we want them to understand is, it's not about boxing you in, it's helping you focus. So let's say, for instance, if somebody says, my ideal customers are downsizers. I've been through that phase of life myself. I know it. I know what to expect. I can guide them through it. And uh, we say, that's fantastic. And then they say, well, we don't want to shut anybody else out. Well, here's what you need to understand. It's not about shutting out anybody else. It doesn't mean you say no when a first-time home buyer comes around or a move-up family or anybody else. It just means that you don't spend your time, money, and marketing efforts focusing on all those other people. You spend your time, money, and marketing efforts focusing on your ideal customers. You don't have to turn everybody else away, but you do have to be focused because if you try to help everybody, like you just said, Jonathan, you just help yourself right out of business. That's so well put. Um, Over to you, Robert. I actually agree with that. It's funny, guys, while we've been on the phone here, I came up with a new tagline for my own company and I sent it off to my branding and content team, which, by the way, um, Michael and Tony is who reached out to you. So when we first did the show, okay. I didn't have a team. Now, now I do have a team, but I sent it out to them. Uh, an idea that I had based on the, the, like the idea of a memorable tagline that you guys 
my brand is pretty defined as an inbound marketing brand, but it could be better defined by a tagline. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just saying that as an aside. So I agree that um, in terms of figuring out who your ideal customer is for you, I would say this, and I want to, I want to run this by you guys. I think that something very helpful in developing brand or another way, another set of language to use is understanding the story of you who you are, because that's what I heard when you guys told me the story of the assistant. You helped her identify who she she was in marketing lingo because she's a young woman married to a service member. So obviously you that's the, that's the patriotic thing. So needless to say, that's her story. That's not all of our stories. I would say that understanding what your own personal story is, it's extremely important in identifying brand. How do you guys go about that statement? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Definitive yes, of course. (laughs) Because she said it a long time ago, people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person, right? And that's true on any level of business, right? All the way down to heads of state, meeting with heads of state, right? They, people, and if they understand, and we also know, Statistically speaking, NAR has already long since told us years ago that, you know, 85% of the people that are going to do business with you look you up online and your social media and things before they ever contact you. You know, nobody wants to commit, especially in the world we live in now. They want to know, is this person, what's it going to be like? Am I going to get a leech? Am I going to get somebody to never leave me alone? Am I going to, like, you know, we have all these, we're taught to say no, whatever, uh, don't let people in, that sort of thing. So when they look us up, they need to see your story. Why? What motive? motive you to be the American dream agent or to be uh, somebody that helps locate lifestyle or downsizers or in uh, and people are attracted to that person. So I'm going to I'm going to actually start to riff with you both a little bit and with John as well, if he wants to throw in here, because the, the kind of conversation that you guys are talking about, what you do for brand face, I have all the time with real estate agents, but digital and branding are slightly different. But in in some ways, they intersect, okay? And the ways that they intersect is having a strong, defined message online is very helpful to generating leads. It's just a good way to generate digital leads, which is absolutely 100% my business. So we, we meet in the middle. And always people are talking to me about selecting things like verticals, because every single real estate agent that's had a license for more than a year has heard from some professional like us that you should have a vertical, right? That you should focus on a niche a segment, but that's way easier said than done. It really is. Like, if you think about it, it's like, do I want to sell condos? Do I want to sell oceanfront property? Do I want to, I think that, that people who are saying, giving this advice are giving it in the wrong way. And this is the part where it becomes an open dialogue. I think that the way to identify vertical is first to have a conversation with yourself about who you are and what you like. Like, like, like I personally hate luxury. I know that's weird, but I do. That's where the money is at for sure in real estate. But I'm not a dude that wants to run around and talk to millionaires and billionaires all day long. I think that that would be a ridiculous waste of my time. Uh, I want to talk to your average homeowner. I want to talk to real people or artists or creatives. And that's how I'd start to define myself, right? Because I am a creative and I want to talk to other creatives. So that would be something that I would enjoy spending my time doing every single day. If all you did was give me the opportunity to talk to creative people all day long, I'm going to die a happy dude. 
like that, that's fine with me. I'm good with that. If I happen to make some money along the way, that would be even better, right? Like if I help some people made some money, that would be great. So how would you then define that in terms of a real estate vertical? Um, I have some ideas, but I'd like to let you guys share. Well, um, if they're, if they're up for that, they can do that in our bonus content. Are you okay to stay with us? For some bonus content, we need to wrap up. The, you can answer what Robert's just said. So, um, Robert, we need to wrap up the podcast part of the show and people can watch their reply in our bonus content. Did they say yes? Did you guys yes, say yes? yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see. I'm, I've got a limited screen. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, listen, guys, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, I'm going to speak a little bit for our guests, but almost all of our guests are the same as us. We really appreciate it when, when you listen, when you tune in. John and I do for sure. We've had countless conversations about how grateful we are about how big the show has grown and how many of you tune in, listen month in and month out. If you feel like being nice to us, go ahead and give us a thumbs up on Apple iTunes. It makes a difference for how the show gets shown inside the Apple iTunes search engine. It means a lot to us because we'd like other people to get help the same way that hopefully we're helping you. Um, if people would like to look you up, Michael, Tonya, and, and guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. How would they go about doing that? You're so welcome. And thank you for having us. Brandfacerealestate.com for your audience. Brandfacerealestate.com. And guys, for those, uh, brandfacescore.com, uh, which actually goes to brandfacetar-score. Anyway, Brand but anyway, yeah. score, that was a cool tool. For those of you listening, I'm going to plug it for the sake of our, 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 our guests here. Um, John, uh, go ahead and how would people find you? Yeah, before that, you know, Help the show grow by telling your other agents, your friends in your office about the Mail Right podcast. You'd be doing them a favour, and it's the way that the show really grows by word of mouth. So please do that. And if you want to look at our fantastic product that we offer, uh, we offer a website that you own, you don't lease, you own it plus a suite of amazing digital marketing tools, go to the MailRite website and we'd love to help you. Beautiful. My name is Robert Newman. Um, I uh, help agents get better leads by developing better content. That's the tagline I just came up with, guys. Don't know if it's going to stick, but that's what I just made up while we're on the show. So if I end up using it for the next 10 years, you guys had something to do with that. Also, I'm going to do the... Sorry? That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Also, guys, I'm going to do the rarest of the rare, and I'm going to plug something that we've been doing at Inbound Aria, and we actually just released a brand new product. It's our first and only brand-based product for specifically for luxury agents, which is, you guys don't even know this, but that's my history. That's where I came from, this luxury. Building luxury websites is where I started 15 years ago inside the real estate marketing industry. So anyway, the first example of this, if anybody wants to look at it and give me your thoughts, you can email me at robert at inboundrem.com. And here's the URL. It's luxurycarlsbadhomes.com. That is a brand new product. It's my first branded website that I've personally built in over 15 years. I'd love to collect your thoughts. And when I say personally built, I mean my team but they did it under my direction. So it's all my guys and my gals that work for me, of which there are many, and I'm super grateful. I think they killed it. I'd love to hear what everybody thought. All right, for those of you who are still interested, stay tuned. We'll catch you on the bonus section.